holidays, Dr. Spiegel. Hello, Dr. Fitzgerald. And happy holidays. Sure, sure. Is it? What, what is this? Yeah, I guess it's, it, that counts. It's close enough. Yeah. When is this coming out? Uh, maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> tomorrow the day after. So today's so the 15th, the... 14th, 15th. Ooh, today's the 13th. Um, it's getting up there. It is. It's getting close to holiday season. It is. So this one will come out on December 14th, which uh, is my grand, well, was my grandmother's birthday. Really? December the 14th. Really? Fine day. You know, I think I knew somebody whose birthday was right around then. Was it my grandmother? It might have been. Hmm. Your grandmother and I go way back. <laughs> you could. Um, there was somebody else like, whose birthday was on the 14th? I don't know who that was. Hmm. Maybe that'd be somebody who's still in my life. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Shauna was last week. Happy birthday, Shauna. Yes. Um, Happy birthday. And my dad's was also last week. Yeah. The, the day, day after. The day after the day Shauna's. After. Yep. Yeah. So this is, I think I, I, uh, I made some statements about how much I would appreciate it if people would stop uh, having babies in December because it mm. makes it very inconvenient for those who love them. Who, who, to manage the to, gift to manage buying. the gift buying because mm-hmm. it's like if you're of a gift giving uh, I don't know what to, how to say this in a inclusive way if if one celebrates the holidays in December where gifts are given mm-hmm. and to back that up with a birthday close close by yes you know you got eleven and a half months to come up with the first it's it's like yeah. the band Boston it's like they're there's always said wow their first album is great it's like well you get thirty five years to write your first album and you have twelve yeah. months to write your second you know it's it's like that it's like I had eleven and a half months to come up with a with a good birthday present and now you have two weeks <laughs> now I have two weeks to come up with another one yeah well I think about this supply chain concerns notwithstanding right you know, I, but we have a tree this year so I got to get something under there there you go yeah I think about this sometimes maybe we've talked about this on the podcast so my birthday is 10 days after our wedding anniversary mm-hmm. and then our me and Eric's dating anniversary is four days before Christmas mm-hmm. so our if for us it's the anniversaries that always pack up against some other occasion. I did really good a couple of years ago with the anniversaries. Remember that? Mm. I hit it out of the park for anniversary gifts. Did you? Yeah, that's when I got the Emo's pizzas. Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. gold bellied on dried, dried ice. Wasn't that this <laughs> year? It might have. Been. I don't know. Time is kind of funny these days. It is. I was like, I think that was this year. Weird. We're not in. We're not in a daylight savings. We're not in standard time. We're not in Eastern time. We're in COVID time. So yeah. time is still a little bit funny. It's like it was either this one or. Yeah. May uh, 20 or May. or Yeah, I guess it was May. Yeah, I guess it was the last one. Yeah, I think it, I think oh, it was Oh, boy. Year. Yeah. I don't know. It's in the past, so I forget about it. It's like, I'm done with it. I'm moving on. But, I mean, I, I worry sometimes that I set the bar a little high last year. So, uh, I got five months to figure it out. There you go. But for Christmas, you I have, have not yet figured out. <laughs> 12 days. I have 12 days. So, what do I... So, what are the 12... The, we're just going to talk about some random holiday stuff a little bit and Let's see do where it, it goes. Uh, so the 12 days of Christmas. Begin on Christmas Day. Do they? I didn't know if they ended or began or if it was in the middle. I think marketing people do this the opposite way. They're doing 12 days of Christmas now because they want people to buy things for Christmas. Yeah. But the actual 12 days of Christmas go from Christmas Day to Epiphany. I didn't know if I knew that. Now you know let, that. Let me rephrase. I'm pretty sure I didn't know that. Yeah. 
that's huh. why a lot of times uh wow. Christmas decorations will stay up into January. You're giving the wise men time to get there. Those were not the reasons that our Christmas decorations stayed up in the January. Right. 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 It was like, oh, we'll get it later. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get it later. I'm seeing remarkable displays of lights around the neighborhoods in Northern Virginia these days. Yeah. I don't know if you are too. People seem to be doing it. Doing it. Ready. Yeah. Um, We have not. The only thing we have done so far, um, Christmas decoration-wise, is we have hung our stockings by the turntable speakers (laughs) with care. I was going to say, ours are hung by the smart TV with care. Yeah. Um, Well, it's great because you put the, the... the Netflix fireplace yeah, show right. on, yeah, totally. and you're good to go. Yeah, you're good to go. Um, but we put those up, uh, and they stayed while we were gone. Um, but we have not yet addressed the tree situation, as we have two tiny tyrants right. that live in our house Might be a now. rethink on that. Oh, I want a tree. Uh, I've decided that I have. I do not ever recall having a live tree in my entire life. Yeah. And this might be the year, but I'm not sure. Yeah, you could get a small one and hang it from the ceiling. Yeah, I'm not sure that that's what we're going to do. Or in a bracket out the window. You could just like hang it. Yeah. I'm just trying to come up with creative solutions to the... Yeah, well, Eric was like, well, we could just hang some lights in a Christmas tree design on the on the wall. And I was like, we could. Can you- but we will not be doing that. You know who had a. You know who had that exact same fine idea. Was it you? None. No. None other than my sister. Ah. A couple of years ago, I think this was probably Christmas. It's all a blur. Eighteen. Mm-hmm. Christmas eighteen. Uh, we spent the week in uh, Sebastian, Florida. Mm. The like Christmas week. We were there over Christmas. Um, and they. <laughs> And they, uh, how did this work? They flew to Atlanta and drove to the Florida coast. Yeah. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. why don't you just drive? <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> like we just Orlando, don't ask questions. Just, yeah. So it's like, it made sense to them and it's fine. It might've been like, it was a far cheaper flight to Atlanta and yeah. they're going to rent a car anyway. So it's just, it's easier or whatever. And they saw some sites anyway. Um, and uh, across the street from the, most awesome little fish market that you would find on Sebastian Inlet. And uh, it was so good. Anyway, so here we are in the central Florida coast. It's 75 degrees outside on Christmas Day mm-hmm. uh, or a couple of days before Christmas. And so it's like we brought some presents down because we, we do celebrate the traditional Judeo-Christian Christmas thing. As, Christmas as, yeah, as mm-hmm. was our, my growing up, uh, growing up traditions uh and my sister brought a bunch of stuff down and the nephews came down joe and evan and you know tom and eve and everybody and uh uh she like brought she had some green lights and and some masking tape and she made a green christmas christmas tree tree on the wall nice on the at the uh place we stayed in in florida that's great. 75 degrees outside, palm trees and the whole shebang. And so we went down to the Sebastian City Park and Santa Claus came and sang carols. Well, nice. other people sang carols, Santa Claus just, ho, 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 you know, and gave out. He had limited lyrics. Kids. Yeah, but it's like, there were a couple of years in a row we did that, though, where we did uh, Christmas in, in Florida. Mm-hmm. Did you have For stockings? a couple of reasons, a couple of reasons we do that. Mm. 
it's nice. Yeah, <laughs> you like it. And it's like, oh, not only is it Christmas, it's <laughs> 75 degrees and I'm on the beach. It's like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, why fr- is like, why, why freeze your ass off, right? And yeah. hey, let's go to North Dakota for Christmas. It's like, who, who does it? You know, it's like, uh, when, I mean, the first time I think you, 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 you kind of snowbird yourself in Florida mm-hmm. in December, it's like, Man, this is looking like a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah. It's, we went well the older I get, the more it's like yeah, yeah. cold. Uh. Uh, we went um I guess it was the year we got married, so I guess it would have been sixteen, seventeen years ago. I don't remember what year I got married right now, but that's okay. Uh the uh a little bit ago. Yeah, it was sixteen or seventeen years ago. Um we went down to Florida that year, right before um right before Christmas for a wedding. Mm. And um, the wedding was outside, so I thought it was fascinating. I sat outside in a sleeveless shirt days before Christmas and came home with sunburn. And was it, was it just, bad or? It was. Acceptable? I'm a ginger. Except the. It was ginger level. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but mm-hmm. it was just, it hadn't been on my radar because oh, yeah. I don't often slather myself in suntan lotion. Yeah or sunblock yeah. in December. Um, but we also went uh, to Tidewater this weekend. Yeah, you did. And it was 75 there on Saturday. It was a weekend, wasn't it? Mm, it was. Yeah, 75. And then, uh, so we were with my folks in Chesapeake all day on Saturday, 75 degrees. I had it's brought beautiful. home like a sweater. I brought home a jacket. Those were unnecessary. And, uh, but then yeah. we got to my in-laws house that night and like, as soon as we got there, it started pouring down rain. Yeah. And so we woke up to a different season. I think I texted you and it's like, it's going to get dicey tonight. <laughs> you did. I got that. Um, and then we went outside and sat on the, the back patio for a couple of minutes and, uh, it started pouring. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I, I told him, I was like, oh yeah, Paul warned me that this was coming. Yeah, it was coming. That's the that's the blow through from those tornadoes that hit the Midwest yeah. Yeah, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Catastrophic. Catastrophic. Yeah. But you're not um you're not traveling for the Christmas holiday this year. No, we're we're staying here we're we're here. Um we're traveling for the holiday, but we will not be somewhere else for the holiday. Maybe I should just explain this. Well, it's kind of like I just traveled for the holiday before the holiday. Yeah, yeah. So and now you're going to travel. Yeah, we're going to travel, and we'll be back. I think we're coming back like the twentieth or something, twenty first or something like that, Um, for variety, for a host of reasons. Yeah. Uh, See, I'm leaving Wednesday for the Lou. Yeah. For the Lou. Buttery nice. Um, little time with uh, Tom and Eve and the fam. Mm Mm-hmm. Go down and see Shauna's folk. I think we're going to miss Joe. Hmm. Um, Joe, my nephew, and we're gonna. You know why we're gonna miss him? Because he's away at college and going to see college football. He is. He plays tuba in the mm. Utah State band, and he's going to be performing at the LA Bowl. So I was kind of close. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was in the neighborhood. So uh, the my brother-in-law said he's 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 playing at the LA Bowl. <laughs> it's like, what is he linebacker? 
Yeah. It's like, no, he plays the tuba in the band. It's like, but hey, he's getting a trip to L.A. out of it, you yeah, know, in December not? to play tuba in the, in the marching band. Yeah, it's totally in the, cool. In the stadium band. So it's like, yeah, that's pretty exciting. So my sister is doing everything to convince us to make sure you watch the L.A. Bowl. Yeah. And it's like, we might be in southern Missouri. It's like, well, Shauna's family might really be interested in watching the L.A. Bowl. There you go. It's like we're watching the L.A. Bowl. Um, so I'm really excited for him for that. Uh, I think it's the first time in L.A. Mm-hmm. You know, I love L.A. Um it's first time in, I don't know if it's first time in California. I, I doubt it's his first time in California. They travel all over the place. Yeah. They used to. Um, but I think he's getting in. It's on my arm. I think he's getting in. I think what's on your arm is the product of you scratching yeah, your arm like for, the last, my arm five for the last five minutes. minutes. Like, what's going on with my arm? Yeah. Um, what are the couple of things going what's on What's on your arm is your own fingernails. You're right. This is similar to about 15 minutes, well, maybe like an hour ago. Yeah. I was like, what's in my eye? Your finger. <laughs> um, We're so funny. Sorry, go on. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. So I think he's, I think he's getting into the, to the house in St. Louis, probably on like the 21st. So like we're going to miss him by like a day. But day. we just saw him. Yeah. You went in up, July. We yeah. went up to Logan, mm-hmm. yeah, and hung out with him for a day yeah. or two. So it was yeah. fun. It's interesting. I know a lot of people who are kind of doing the holidays off script this year. Like, yeah. it, it looks a little different. Um, and I am finding that I'm more and more okay with that. Yeah. Like, um, different doesn't have to mean bad. No. It just means different. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we'll be home for Christmas second year in a row. Yeah. Um, and, um, we have some kind of more, I guess, kind of traditions of what we mm-hmm. do. But, uh. I really like waking up in my own bed on Christmas morning. Yeah, I haven't done that in a while. I haven't yeah. done that in a while because, I mean, we, because of a strange collection of circumstances this year, um, we find it that it is within our within our plans. It's like, yeah, we're actually going to be like in Northern oh. Virginia, home in the home for the home for the the day of the holiday. So I don't think we really do have traditions though, because for variety, we usually somewhere else for like the last like for example gallivanting on the beach in florida you know? right. or you know uh, where wherever the hell else or visiting family somewhere i think the year before covid we were in st louis for like two or three yeah. weeks you know i think that. we might have talked about this last year around this time on the podcast like i think we talked about your christmas tradition being traveling being somewhere else yeah yeah, yeah being somewhere yeah. else Yeah. so this will be yeah so we have an actual real tree yeah. First time in, well, we had to buy a tree stand. That's how long it's been. It's like, it might be the first time ever, actually, that mm. we that we have a, an actual real tree. I don't remember the last time we had an artificial tree in the house. Yeah, I was going to um, ask you that because it didn't feel like a thing I knew of you no, doing. No, yeah. It's like, I don't even know. You even put lights outside the condo this year. Yeah, we did last year. We did, Every once in a while, we'll do that, just kind of low-key lights. Did you put them up last year? I don't remember. Okay. Um, I remember you writing something about how they were still sitting on the table pretty close to Christmas. That's why. Yeah, I yeah, maybe. Um, I, I, we probably, we usually do. Mm-hmm, we usually mm-hmm. do, actually. So um, that's like the extent of it, though. Um, we'll, put the, we'll put the stocking sort of somewhere. Yeah. But. Um, What's your, I'm, I find stockings to be very interesting. And I'm curious about what your 
stocking culture in your family of yeah. origin since yeah. like what's what's your stocking relationship been like well it was just the other day i was talking with uh with shauna about the history of christmas traditions and where they come from and i think i was i was because lately i know it's the were holiday you talking season with or were you talking at it's probably more like an at situation okay, just curious um Shauna might say, "When were you doing that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I might have been talking at her. I don't know." Uh, we had a we had a, a Christmas tree in the trunk of the, of the car. We were driving home with it. Mm-hmm. It was bound and gagged in, in the trunk, like Christmas trees are when you buy them. Or it's not so big as doing the roof, you know. Right. Um, but uh, we're driving back with it or to it, and we know it's the holiday season because I was I, I bought something on the internet. I don't know what it is. I did something and I got a free four month subscription to Sirius hmm. XM satellite radio. So, uh, they have like five different holiday channels these days. They do. Um, and so I was listening to one of those, have a holly jolly Christmas. I think some of the stations only have that song. Yeah. And but I anyway. think like half of them are Burl Ives. So it's like, what's going on there? Yeah. Um, you realize how much some of these people contributed, but listening to like Burl Ives and a lot of these old holiday tunes, this is the answer to the stocking question, by the way. I'm excited. You know, I think what came to me, I, I felt this wave of pessimism at looking at the a huge price tag of some of the, the, the Christmas trees for sale around the Great Falls McLean area. <laughs> Where it's like, well, if, you know, if you're making $7 million a year, you know, dropping 500 bucks on a Christmas tree ain't out of, ain't out of bounds. Some of the, I was like, wow, Christmas trees cost a lot more now than they used to when we were kids. We found some nice economical ones and we have a lovely one. But I was like, I wonder how much of our holiday traditions are manufactured by Madison Avenue versus yeah. actual holiday traditions. It's like, it's it's like Valentine's Day. How much of it is like completely fabricated to sell shit, you know? So it's like when you think of what it means to have a traditional American Christmas, mm-hmm. how much of that was invented by Don Draper on Madison Avenue, you know, to come up with a, a framework in which you can create a, a, a you know fabricate a set of traditions that must be adhered to for to, to market stuff yeah to do things you know um and there, there's a couple for sure you can sort of think of i think but some of these do go way back the stocking like putting a tree indoors goes way back um, yes though it used to be that people would put candles in it yeah well they used to like put candles on their tree yeah that's yeah, what yeah, I mean. yeah 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 like can you imagine not a fire hazard at all no not a fire hazard at all no. For some reason, I, was, I started thinking my brain is kind of funny right now. It's like you're putting candles in the, like light a candle and drop it in your stocking and like run. That seems safer somehow. <laughs> yeah, it does. But I, well, and part of my equally flammable but smaller tree-related fear right now has to do with the fact that I have again kittens at home. Right. And right. the idea right. of not only the tree but the tree with fire is yeah, very yeah, terrifying. No, yeah, yeah, Especially because recently I. I got this new eucalyptus candle, as you know, yeah. probably. I like to have a eucalyptus candle in my house. Yeah. So I got this nice three-wick, lovely candle, and I put it on the table and lit it, and one of my kittens started trying to bat at the fire, which well, I feel like she'll only do once. Yeah, that's a lesson that will be learned. But I also really don't want the smell of singed cat fur in my house. Or singed cat. Yes. But anyway, so the stocking is a tradition that used to be a... But now, big, big wrapping paper doesn't want us to get small gifts that fit in socks. No, no. But so when I was growing, we used to always have stockings by the... Because we had a... 
growing up in St. Louis, we had a lot of things that were there that looked great but didn't actually work hmm. because uh, they're just not worth it. I have a yeah. list of grievances. I have to wait for the Festivus pole to come out to That's unroll right. these things. We had this great fireplace in the house when we were growing up, and my mom didn't trust it, so we never lit it. <laughs> we looked at it, and it's like, yeah, it's the fireplace, you know. And There's still one of those in my parents' home. Yeah, it's like it was, I've never seen an actual fire in this thing. Um, you know what your mom did, though? She protected you from dying of carbon monoxide. Yeah, 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 yeah. So go on. It's like, but the fireplace, it's like, oh, but we don't. Okay. You have to have the chimney sweep come out and clean it. And Which costs like 100 bucks. Right, but... Or you could for free ignore your... Anyway. For for free for 30 years. Right? Yeah. So 30 <laughs> ignore years the thing times that, 100. It's, you know, anyway. There are other things. Anyway, this so is the, a different uh, conversation. But yeah, there were so there were stockings that were hung by the fireplace at no risk of being ever caught on fire. <laughs> yes. The fire never came close to it. Uh, an orange mm-hmm. often made an appearance. Uh, some sort of little trinkety gift would be in there. Uh, a card with, and what I've really come to appreciate is this. You know what we usually in that card was a savings bond. Ah. It was a savings bond. And so it's like you get, you, when you're 10 and you get a savings bond, you're like, oh, Yay, this is going to be worth something in 30 years. Woo. You know, my mom would say, oh, I'll just take it. You know, and she would put it in an envelope with the other savings bonds that we used to get. Yep. And you collect them over the... And, well, my mom would collect them. And uh, once uh, once she passed and my once my dad passed and my mom passed, and it's like all of a sudden, you know, we have all the stuff that they were keeping for us. And here's a stack. 25, 50 buck saving bonds, you know, 30 years on, 30 years of interest, 30 years of, of maturity, you know, that's a, that's a stack of, that's a stack of cash. Yeah. You know, cause my mom would give us one, my grandmother would give us one for celebrating. It's like, folks, trust me, if you got young kids, each year buy them a little savings bond, man. They will thank you later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was always in there. Oh, there was always in there, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the orange was the kicker. You always knew you were going to get an orange. Oh yeah, we always we did too. The bottom of the stock, like an orange and apple or something. Yeah. Yep, it was usually an orange and an apple. Such and plenty for us to be able to have citrus in December. Right. Um, usually they would. So our um, local marching band would sell oranges right around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So usually there was a nice navel orange in there. Yeah, that's that's the that's the navel orange. Mm-hmm. That's when they mm-hmm. are to be picked usually. Yes, oh, but mandarins too. Mandarins, yeah. clementines, yeah. But yeah, so we would get an orange and apple, and usually a whole lot of chocolate. We'd get. I don't know if we got much chocolate. Yeah, well. I don't know if we got much chocolate. Um, One day you would be able to buy chocolate with your savings bond money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we would the chocolate we would get. We would occasionally get like the uh, the the advent calendars, you know, with a little you tear off the the thing. Yeah. Which now you can get at Trader Joe's. You can get them at IKEA's. You can get a. Our friend Christy is doing a like a twelve days of wine mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. and I think Ken is doing like a twelve days of beer. beer? He got yep. the beer mm-hmm. one, so you can get them at Costco and at they booze. also had like a cheese one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had all kinds of them. Uh, but back in the day, back in the eighties, seventies, eighties, when you get these things, it'd be like hollow 
wax chocolate yeah it's like yeah oh yay chocolate woo yeah the um hollow like that i never the hollow santa claus yeah it was awful god it's like and it's not nostalgia through the roof but it's like yeah it's like what kind of chocolate is this it's not chocolate it's it's like brown flour paste it's yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Way more durable than I don't know what that is. We would usually get like these little things of lifesavers that look like a little storybook. So it was like ten rolls of that. lifesavers. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, well, I'm telling you about my experience, so you don't have to know about it. <laughs> so having flashbacks. Oh my! It's like I guess I'll be returning uh, the hollow chocolate Santas that I yeah, bought right. Paul for Christmas. Oh no! Oh no! Um, but they, they used to be ornaments. You could hang them on the tree. Sometimes they would come with this little string on them, and you yeah. could hang the chocolate Santas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Christmas traditions are are, are funny, mm-hmm. but yeah, the the stocking thing. We always had like sort of like the typical thing, and so the the rule was that if we got up before our parents, which we always did, of course, we could like any of the contents of our stocking was fair game. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. So we could start with our stockings until they got up, and then we would open presents together. Yeah. I was really confused when I started dating my husband because they also have stockings at their house. Right. And on Christmas morning, you will find inside them a small, also wrapped present. Like a present? Yeah, just any of the small presents that could fit in the stocking would be put in the stocking. Which makes perfect sense. Well, I mean, that's a, it seems to be like something that somebody could do. Yeah. But I would, the first year I was just like, what is? What is that? What is? Th- don't they know that that's where fruit goes? Don't they know? Right. Like, <laughs> I don't should put be. put presents, you put fruit in stockings. Yes. What, what is this? This, my highly inappropriate breakfast should be in here. Yeah. A little bit of citrus, a lot of bit of chocolate. Yeah. Do you know how good orange and chocolate are together? Instead, I have... A thing I can't open. I think that I, it was not uncommon back in the late 70s. Talk about stuff that's worth a lot now. Uh, like original packaged, like Star Wars characters I would mm. get in, in, in Christmas stockings. Boba mm-hmm. Fett, Chewbacca. Yeah. Chewbacca. All the, all the classics. Yeah. All the classics. Luke. Um, yeah, all those. All those. Yeah. Yeah. Traditions, yeah. One of the things that I have, um, that my last year, I, my parents really like shopping for children, like little toys and things like you that. Told me it's, that once. it's fun. Yeah. yeah. So they have, the last two years, they have uh, sort of adopted a family to buy toys and things. And so while I was home this weekend, my father had gone and done all the shopping for the adopted family that they have. And so we got show and tell. And it was. Mm. The most adorable thing to watch my father showcase That's all fun. the like little children's things that he had purchased. Question: Yes, how, who who chooses the family? So your dad adopts a family? How? Yeah, usually Talk what usually what he does is connects up with uh, his faith community. Like okay. usually within that community, there's a family that's you know kind of having a tough year. Yeah, um, and so he, that's basically what he did is just chat through like. Who could use a little support and then got a wish list from the family um cool yeah it's super cool so he did very well 
those little children. Well, he also got a couple of things for the adults, but it's, you know. Yeah. Like a, a Brita pitcher and a c- countertop composter. Those are important. They <laughs> are important. Um, I those love important. both of mine. So, yeah, those yeah. are important. Um, those are super important. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a cool thing to do because, I mean, it part is. of it is, you know, his old his own children are adults and don't technically, like, we don't, I mean, we're happy to receive gifts, but we don't need, don't need anything. anything. Yeah, we're right, right. we're pretty anything. self-sufficient. So um, I think being able to watch them support folks who could use a little additional is, is very nice. Yeah. And it doesn't, well, I'm checking my privilege on a lot of what I'm about to, it's like, it doesn't take much to do, you know, but it's like, I, I, I wrestle with this sometimes. It's like I, I look back on these traditions that we used because we, I mean, we 100% when we were growing up in St. Louis, this is back when there was a middle class. This is back when Midwestern brick house, dad worked, mom raised kids, mm-hmm. you know, it was right out of leave it to beaver, mm-hmm. right out of that, you know. We weren't wearing suits to dinner and things like that. But I mean, the, it was like, just watch Christmas Story. It's like, mm-hmm. that's pretty much how it went. And for many, many people, which is why I think they resonate with that movie yeah. so much. Um, but there were there were traditions for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Christmas pretty much went the same way every year in the exact same order, with the exact same time frame. We got a tree and it was always a particular kind of tree and it was usually from this one place. And then for some reason, my dad would put it in a bucket of water and leave it in the basement for a couple of days. And hmm. I, I never knew why he did that. But I think in like in hindsight, he was probably just waiting for the weekend. Oh, yeah, that you would know, make sense. It's like, well, but <laughs> but I, it's like there were a couple of years. It's like the tree's been downstairs in this bucket of water for a week. What are we waiting for here? <laughs> so I never really got that. But it always seemed kind of strange to me that there's a... A tree in a in a bucket of water in the basement. Um, there was there was once when he left it out in the in the cell outside of the cellar door, outside, and it's like the the, the water froze. You know? <laughs> it's like you know, I guess it's not any worse than being in permafrost or anything like that, so it's fine. But it's like we had to thaw the tree out from the bucket <laughs> of water. Um, and my mom would have those those like the classic old school tree lights, you know, like the big ones. Yeah, oh yeah. Like yeah. screw them in, you yep. know, and. Um, those are not easy to find these, like the original ones, probably mm-hmm. a fire hazard. Oh, probably. But, yeah. Uh, she used those for years. Yeah. And they, I love those. Those, those, those never went out. You know, no. it's like, it wasn't just like you have to replace one. Everyone's like, no, those those were made those rock stuff. Tinsel? Tinsel? Oh, yeah. Which is some of the, like, the most environmentally destructive stuff you ever find. You put the, but sometimes she just wouldn't bother with it because it was a pain. Yep. Um, but it was all. It, it's originally buying it every year. It was like it was the same tinsel every year. So she would take it. All, she would take it off the tree and oh, put it back on the tinsel thing. And that's pretty good the because so we conservative tinsel. We would. So I use. never liked tinsel. I didn't understand it, but my mom liked it because it was part of her tinsel tree decorating tradition. Um, but some years we would take all the time to decorate the tree and then she would be like, all that's left is to put the tinsel on the tree. We'll do that later. And I would always sort of like pray that she would forget because I hated the look of the tree with the, like you take all this time to get these beautiful or- ornaments out and then she would coat the tree Crap it up with, a bunch of tinsel. with tinsel to where all you could see, like, well, if you just wanted a silver tree, why didn't you buy one? Yeah, I think our tinsel was optional. I don't think she always put tinsel on it. Yeah. I don't think she always did. Um, but, like, those those little El Cheapo plastic uh, ornaments, the little candy cane, it has, like, the paper, shiny paper filled in the white plasticky outline. Remember those? 
Maybe I'm trying to visualize. Like they, they seem kind of classic. I don't know. Maybe they're not. Well, we would just hang candy canes from the tree, too. Yeah, we can do that. We, we were more of a Gen X plastic household. <laughs> uh, but we had a, a, a tree topper. We had an angel tree topper, and my mm-hmm. sister snagged that. So my, my sister still has that in St. Louis, and she uses it. Yeah. But they just went down to the property that they own in uh, Iron County. Mm. Shout out to my peeps in Iron County, Missouri. Um, and... Uh, they just chopped down a cedar tree. What it, <laughs> see, that's an interesting... Threw the back of the yeah. pickup truck and drove it up, because that's all they do. Now, last year, it had a bird nest in it. Mm. So, what do you prefer on the top of your tree? Well, this year, we have uh, the, 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 the Queen's Crown mm-hmm. on the top of our tree. We got when we were in London back in 2004, 2005. Nice. It was not meant to be a tree topper, I don't think, but it is an ornament. Mm. But we just mm-hmm. like, well, let's put... Big enough. Right up could... on there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like It's like we were really not, you know, a tree is not really part of our our traditions since I left um, St. Louis mm-hmm. back in 2000. Yeah. You know, so uh, I have no idea whether or not what we're doing this year will be part of a new set of, will become new sets of traditions or anything like that. Well, you do have some cool ornaments. We do have some cool ornaments. We got... We got the the three pack of of the Simpsons secondary characters. We got a Mo Sezlak. Mm-hmm. We got a Chief Wiggum. and a Barney. Yeah. <laughs> Barney Gumble. It's pretty great. I keep I keep almost saying Barney Fife. It's like no, that's no, that's, that's different. That's different. Yeah, mm-hmm. Barney Gumble. Um, That'd be an interesting mashup. Yeah, we got some nice crystal, crystalline things. We got a couple of uh, Wedgwood ornaments that are kind of nice. So it's like you put you put the. The handcrafted Wedgwood right next to Moses Lack, yeah, <laughs> and Chief Wiggo. It's it's kind of a, it's it's a collection of interesting mm-hmm. curiosities is what's sort of hanging from the tree. Interesting. And I prefer the the multicolored lights. Mm-hmm. We have white ones on there now, but we have the white ones on there because only half of the multicolored ones worked. So it's like we're gonna have to get some new one of these for next year. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with these for now. Uh, yeah. We'll see. But um, we were gonna swing by. We were gonna get some generico ones yesterday. We swung by IKEA. It's like five bucks for a little box of 12, kind mm-hmm. of El Generico red and silver, just kind of shiny yeah. globes, you yep. know, El Cheapos. And they were out. They were out. I think mm. we saw the last one they had walking out the door when we were walking in because they got, yeah. they got stripped Swiped bare up. of those. Um, yeah. So we're, we're still not quite done with the tree. We'll play. It's a little thin in spots. We might hang some shiny things off of it. Our tree. <laughs> the lovely, shiny, reflective things catch the glow, the magical mm. glow of the tv right next to it really well and yeah. <laughs> disperse it around the room in such a festive holiday way so we we have a collection of ornaments at this point so when we first got together eric and i we started getting one ornament a year uh-huh. right and so in the early days they were kind of cutesy kitschy kinds of things we have one from the first year like the year we started dating yeah. we have one from the year we got married and we would usually buy something that was like very Hallmark, had the year on it. Yeah, right. Blah, blah, blah. Um, when we moved up here, we started getting the White House ornaments. Uh-huh. There were a period of years uh, where we declined to have a White House ornament uh, because we were not interested in associating with the White House no, during those well, years. Well, there is that. Um, but one of the things that we still have... Um, that we put on our tree every year is we have a collection of uh, just regular blue 
circular ornaments. Um, They were ornaments that Eric and his college roommate bought because they were college boys. Mm. And so they loved the idea of having a tree decked in blue balls. That's so funny. It is. So we still have those. So we hang those and we think of Greg as we hang. Oh, Greg. The balls upon the tree. (laughs) Um, When he hangs them and he's like. (laughs) Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's. (laughs) Every year we break them out. We're like, oh, we still have these. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And we remember our youth. Um, Yeah, they bought those. Greg and Eric lived together, I guess, three or four years in college. And so. Yeah. Um, I think they bought them in for their first apartment. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what we're going to do this year, though. Yeah. I feel, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. It will. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the ornaments that we used to have on our tree, it's like when you go into, when you go into like eBay or something, and it's like all caps vintage can't find anywhere for, you know, $100 for a box of them. It's like, yeah, we had some of those. I broke one Yep. on the fireplace that wasn't on because we never used it. You know, it's like, yeah, so we had a lot of those old classic things. Because they were my mom's because they were my grandmother's. Yep. And, you know, she got them in 1934 from the yeah whatever in downtown St. Louis department store when there were big department stores in downtown mm-hmm. St. Louis before everybody abandoned it, yeah. you know? Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's curious. It's curious. So yeah, I don't know what our, our tradition has always been. You were all, I'm starting to remember that now from such long ago as last year. Uh, yeah, we did talk about this. And it, was like, it was my tradition to just like not be, not be, not be here. Yeah, yeah. Which is, it's not like, Oh, I just don't want to be there. It's like, we were always just, we don't have kids. It's two of us. It's easier to go somewhere else than it is for other people to, to come to us. And mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, and we were always fine with that. But, you know, circumstances yeah. being what they are. One thing I was talking about the other day with uh, a friend of ours, um, you were saying it's, it's, it's a little more permissive to reinvent new traditions and to do things differently this year. And it's like, I think what if it said like a 40-day, 40-day, 30 day of no November mm-hmm. it's like it was it was like to say no to feeling like you have to force traditions on and say yes to yeah being able to do what feels right where where we are and we I was talking about this the other day with a friend of of ours about how COVID has made it far more permissible now um to just walk away from your job mm-hmm. if it's not serving you to you know it's like you know what I'm, I'm gonna pivot I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change some stuff up. Yeah. And and it used to be like, oh, you don't have a job? Or it's like, oh, you're just going to quit your job like that? And people were like, okay, you go. Yeah. You do you, man. It's like uh, the catastrophe of these days, uh, a la COVID, a la, I mean, people blame the economy for a lot of stuff. I mean, joblessness, you know, layoffs, mm-hmm. all of the, all the stuff that came with the pandemic. I mean, life wasn't perfect before, but it, it, it has become a lot more permissive now, just to, or socially acceptable, I guess you should say, more than permissive, to just, it's like, cool, do something different. You know, it's like we're to, to hold ourselves hostage to the, to the way things used to be prevents us from discovering 
uh, all the awesomeness that can come out of new ways of of approaching everything that we do, holidays being one of them, yeah. and what we feel like our tradition should be. Well, I think that, I mean, I actually think this is somewhat related to the fact that things like the internet and various different spaces that exist within the internet, it used to be if you would pivot from your tradition, pivot from what was typical in your community, then you were like, you were the one weirdo, right? Outcast, like, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I think if... I think about my grandma's neighborhood growing up. If like someone in that community had decided like, I'm just going to quit my job. Like that would have been like dereliction of duty. Yeah. Right. Like you don't, nobody does that. But they're now un, they're unemployed. Right? You know, yeah. the whispers, the whispered. Yeah. It would have been have discussed right as now. a yeah. like prayer request down yeah. at the local church and yeah. everybody knew each other's <laughs> business. And if they're not contributing to the economy like a good American and they need right. to pay their fair share of taxes to use our fine streets. So they really need to get a job so right. they can be. A- so that's all. Yeah. But now I think, I mean, this is where right now, you know, the whole idea of like the great resignation. Yeah. Come right. out of, you know, because people can share stories of saying enough is enough. Yeah. Life is too short to be miserable. Yeah. Just because it's traditional doesn't mean it serves me. Yeah. I mean, there's so much, yeah. right? And so... Well, that is truth. Right? It's so interesting to watch people realize, like, wake up and realize, like, just because this is the way it's been doesn't mean it's the way it has to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's there's something to be said for respecting tradition, but there's also something to be said for whether or not the tradition respects you. Yes. I just came yes. up with that and it sounded really clever. So yeah. I wanted to make sure that I said that. Yeah, well but done. but there's there's truth to it though. Yeah, you know it's like does this tradition respect me and um, what is it asking of me? Yeah, and is it asking more than I can give right now? And how do I treat myself and how do I handle myself when that's not something that I can do? And um, and there is there is something to that for for sure. And uh, these traditions are something. These traditions mm-hmm. are something. And. But I, don't, I, think, I think the key is finding the ones that serve you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we all grew up, I think, with stories of who's the, the you know, the, the black sheep of the family kind yeah. of thing. And, ooh, they're a little different. And, ooh, they come in from out of town, from this magical place called out of town, you know, where it's like, oh, they live in wherever and they're going to come in for the holidays. And we only see them during the holiday. And, well, I mean, that's me. Yeah. Like, you know. I've grown, I've gone all the way to Northern Virginia. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a different land up here in the Northerns. Yeah. yeah the rest of the state, of course, being Virginia. Yes, right? yes. Mm-hmm. Northern Virginia. Northern Virginia. Though. Totally yeah. different, yeah. yeah. Um, but, it, I mean, it is it is curious. I've, I've been noticing, so this week, today is the last day of finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of my... Tra- Would you say it's the final day? It is the final Final day of finals. Okay. Okay. Um, I feel like you're giving me that look like I didn't appreciate your cleverness. No, it, I, it wasn't that clever. It's okay, fine. yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, compared to the statement a minute ago, like that was kind of beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. Okay. So normally, um, it is my sort of tradition over the last, like, say, 15 years of teaching to try to have my grades submitted as soon as possible within yeah. the exam week. Um, and so I put a lot of pressure on myself. And so one of the things that usually happens during finals week 
is I totally crash as soon as the semester is yeah, over. Right. I get really sick and migraine or two. Yeah. And then I'm usually sick on Christmas Day, like just usually. Right. Um, and so I have all of my major projects for the semester were due four hours ago. Yeah. And I was mentioning this to a colleague earlier today and she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, so terrible that you've done this to yourself. But I actually am kind of excited about it because I took a weekend off from grading. I stepped away completely. I went and saw family. Yeah. I, you know, and so I will be grading probably over the next few days. Um, But that's also my job. Uh, yeah, I guess it kind of is. It is. Um, and so you took their money. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm going to deliver the goods. I'm going to do some things to do this as kindly to myself as I can. Yeah. Right. Um, but I just, I don't, the manufactured sense of urgency, like you don't get an extra reward if you finish your grades early. Right. Right. Like they don't give you a Christmas bonus for no. submitting them early. No, no, no. Um, so I'm just, you know, I'm going to, I've decided that my new tradition is going to be to end semesters kindly to yeah. myself. Yeah, I spend all not? semester being kind to my students. The least I can do is during finals week, be kind to myself. Yeah. There are some traditions that uh, we did have in the holidays that resonate with me from what you just said that you noted as well. It's like I was guaranteed, guaranteed um, to have uh, some sort of head cold flu or illness at least twice a year, mm-hmm. once in May and once in December. Mm-hmm. And I remember when it was particularly, but I think I had swine flu. It was like it was the year when it was going around. Yeah. You know, back when it was 20, what is it, 11, 12, yeah, 13 yeah. or something like that. Um. And it's like, I started getting a sniffle as my students were turning in the final exam, <laughs> the last final exam. And it's like, I was down for two weeks after that with a fever. And that might have even been awful, earlier than that. You know, it's like, but I remember it's like, students are turning in their final exam. <laughs> you know, it's like, here, and it was, that was a brutal year, but it's like so many years I had a, I had a head cold over December, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in May. And it was, it just seemed like what, what was happening is like this, I'm waiting for this semester to end. And as soon as the finish line is in sight, you know, the viruses just take over. The immune system collapses under its own weight. And uh, let's go ahead. It's like by sheer force of will, I was putting off. Yeah. Getting something until I could just relax for just a little second and then here it, here it comes. And then a migraine, you know, yeah. and then a, a relaxation migraine. Yeah. I just, I'm in a place now with my life where I don't want to live the kind of life where I need a break from my life. Yeah, right. Like, that shouldn't be something that a person has to say that's, con- like, countercultural. Yeah. But, I mean, like, we do, I mean, we talk about this all the time. Like, people work for the weekends. They work for the holiday. They grind, you know? And I just... Yeah, earn. You earn yeah, your... You earn your time you earn off. your breaks, you know? Um, and it's even like where we are, like our campus is a ghost town today, right? Yeah. Because people have worked for the right to not have to come to work. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, I kind of, you know, it's very nice. 
being here today. It's, it's quiet. It's a beautiful day. It's very quiet. It's a beautiful yeah. day. We have a lovely campus. Great room great to sit room. within. Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, you know, it does come a time where... A couple of cups of tea? Beautiful cups of tea. Some favorite tea. I'm really having a hard time imagining. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, What's going wrong here? Nothing. Well, but I think we did 15 weeks of preparation to be able to enjoy today. Uh, that might be true. Mm-hmm. That might be true. Um, that might be true. Yeah. There's a thing I posted on social, what was that, yesterday or the day before, that Casey Neistat quote. Um, did you see that one? Did you see that one? I... Um, it was in a in, it was in a Tim Ferriss book, but it, it sort of relates to this. And I've been thinking about this lately too. It's like Casey Neistat says that he he doesn't uh, Casey Neistat, the YouTube sensation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea. But yeah, on. yeah. He uh, he had an HBO show with his brother, the Neistat brothers, oh, know, okay. back in a while ago. He posted a couple of he uh, he did the video of himself. Uh, snowboarding behind a jeep through New York City oh. a couple of, <laughs> a couple of years ago. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, he does. He said he he doesn't measure success by how much how much time he gets to spend doing stuff he enjoys, but how little time he spends having to do stuff that he he doesn't like. Yeah, you know, it's like it, it's not about how much how much time you get to spend doing stuff you like. Success is how little time you have to spend doing stuff you hate. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, and I think I think part of that work is identifying the things you do hate and then navigating your relationship to them. Yeah. And it's like what what is the cho- what are the choices that I'm making that are resulting in me doing this? Right. And if the answer is because I just feel like I should, it's like get the cleaver out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> cut it off, you know, because it's like there's no you're you're literally fabricating misery for yourself. Right. Well, that's, I mean, I think the, within our profession, I think I hear a lot of people all the time saying they love teaching except for the part about grading. I've said that. Right. Which <laughs> might mean you currently don't love teaching. You're right. I've said that. It might mean right now you enjoy being in a classroom with humans so the question is like, how do you how do you find joy in grading? And so it might mean reevaluating what you're signing and your relationship yeah, right. to it and all that work. Yeah. Um, I think. I think that's one of the things I've worked on probably the most in the last year, is how to change my relationship to assessing students. Yeah. Um, and I think for the most part, I'm in a place where that's why I have no problem with the fact that over the next four days I get to grade. Yeah. But um, I needed to be really careful to understand what it was I hated about that and how to change my relationship yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. I've done this. I've, I'm guilty of this. It's like in, a, in, a, in an early semester fleeting moment of should, you know, I let the, the voice that tells me what it means to be a good professor and a, not a boat rocker or a good whatever I think this image of what good faculty should be convinced me to assign a bunch of bullshit that I don't want to <laughs> grade because it looks like homework and it looks like what the tr- traditions of teaching are. And uh, I regret those decisions immediately after I was like, God, why did it? It's like the, the, the punishment for doing that is that then you have to grade them. Yeah. And you learn your lesson that way maybe. I think this is... So like, am I, it's like when coming up, it's like... When I'm offering an assignment, it's like, is this something I'm going to want to grade later? 
Well, if the answer is no, rethink. The part of the question with some of that is like, who is this assignment for? Is it for me to feel like I'm being a teacher or is it for my students to grow in the discipline? Uh, we might we might spend some time doing a little surgery on your class. My yeah, friend. maybe, maybe. I mean, but but if uh, if if I'm seeing you know the the misery spent in grading a bunch of things as the price to be paid for the profession, it's like maybe it, it does require a rethink. I think it does. Yeah. You know, um, this if, reminds if I, if, what it means to be a good professor is to be miserable teaching <laughs> grading shit. You know, this reminds me of a couple of years ago when I went into a friend and was saying. I'm hating teaching my classes right now. Yeah. And he was like, is it just one or is it all? Yeah. Because if it's all, it's you. And so like. Sage advice. Yeah. So if you are, if you're finding one or two kinds of assignments uncomfortable to grade, then it might be those assignments. But if you're finding most grading to be uncomfortable, I think it's you. The call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. Won't it be fascinating to see what happens when Paul Fitzgerald rethinks the assignments he teaches? Hmm. Yeah. We'll sort that out on a yeah, we'll sort pedag- <laughs> pedagogy podcast. We'll sort that out later. For our listeners who didn't come here for pedagogy. Yeah. Well, what did yeah, you expect? Two faculty Two talking faculty, at the end yeah. of the semester. What are you, you going to get? That's what you're going to get. Oh. We, well, we've always just kind of talked about what was on our minds these days. That so is a tradition. Yeah, yeah, it is. A tradition we might keep into uh, the new year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying this like it's our last podcast. No, we got year. a couple more coming we do. out this year. We do. Yeah, we got a few we more do. coming out. We do have so. a few. We got one coming out sometime. Uh, the, next uh, week. The, uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Is it coming out next week? The 30-minute whatever? You know why I'm going to say it's coming out next week? Why, why so? Because if we say it's coming out next week, it will commit me to um, doing the introduction that I have now promised right. you for approximately one or two weeks. Well, this one comes with slides. Yeah. Uh, Who doesn't love a visual? Yeah. And so, uh, pardon us, we're going to have a, a, a very brief business meeting here on this podcast. I put those slides in the Dropbox. Did uh, you? In, in Google, so you can get to those those slides that go with that. <laughs> what Paul is basically saying is, I have done everything I promised to do, well, dear uh, yeah, one. You know, I, I, All I'm, that's missing I'm, is what you <laughs> promised. <laughs> and I'm talking about that because like, I did that this morning, right? Ah. So it's like, it's not like I did it last week, but... Because I, I was, I, went, I was thinking, it's like, what about, what have I, what am I supposed to do this week that I haven't done yet? And it's like, you need to make sure the final exam goes live this morning, which I gave myself a, a B minus for, but it's there and it's fine. Um, but it's like, oh yeah, I said I was going to put those slides. <laughs> That's think, funny. I should do that. And so yeah, those are there. Yeah, I those have. Um, last week I made a to do list for what I was going to do on yeah, right. Friday, yeah, right. and then what I needed to do today, and I had on that list for Friday. Um, to record the intro to this thing that we are releasing next week. And um, about, mm, I want to say, 7 o'clock on Friday, I moved that item to yeah. Monday. Monday. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so, and now I might move it to Tuesday. Move it to Tuesday. Yeah, it's all good. So it's fine. Things happen. Yeah, it's all good. Things get it's done. All good. Yeah, it's all good. But that's um, a little 30-minute thing that I recorded a couple of months ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. For and a workshop summit yeah. for a summit. And I'm going to give folks an intro to it. I have some thoughts about what I'm going to say. I just haven't cool. said them out loud. Cool. Mm-hmm. Look forward to listening to it. Me too. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. Great. Oh, what a... Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Well, I was going to say, well, I guess this is it. 
<laughs> we did it. But, uh, you know, the it being not just a podcast, but yeah, another sem- another semester in the books pretty much. Yeah, grading notwithstanding, but, you yeah. know, we still got some catch up to do on some grading or not even catch up, just some doing of. It's more of a mayo. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not a catch up situation. It's a mayo situation. Yeah. Mayo grading go well. Aw, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. You like that one? Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Paul's clever, y'all. I got a good night's sleep last night and a yeah. nice cup of coffee this morning. I'm, I'm good. Good to go. You've had tea. My brain works in clever ways when that but happens. But we are at the point where our business on campus has just about concluded for the semester. Yeah, I think it has. For the year. It has, yeah. This might be our last time on campus this yeah, term. I got, my, we'll I got all my uh, uh, unclean Tupperware out of my office and take it home and put it in the dishwasher. Oh, that reminds me. We should check my yeah. fridge before we leave. Yeah, today. yeah, I did a pass through to make sure I got everything out of there. Yeah. So I said oh, there was a lot of we language in that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There was there was big talk of windows getting put in in a couple of places on campus. I had to remove things. Yeah. <clears throat> Individuals remove things yeah. from my window yeah. earlier today. It's funny. I was at lunch today, and uh, the people I was having lunch with also are having their windows replaced. And mm-hmm. they were like, "Have you removed the things from your?" Window, you have to remove the collection of the Oxford English Dictionary yeah. that you have. Ooh, that sounds like a lot of work. And I said, the good news is yeah. Dr. Fitzgerald is going to help me yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. The bad news is Dr. Fitzgerald does not yet know that. Yeah, well, I, what'd it take? Ten minutes? You handed me 20 books yeah. one at a time. It was fine. I, hand, I handed you 5,000 years of history, mm-hmm. right, in literary form. Yeah. It's like, a lot of words in those books. A lot of words. That's about four linear feet of it's a lot of books a lot of words it's like 20 volumes a to z right Mm -hmm. a to z yep maybe i'll take one home to read over break Hmm. i will not let's see a yeah (laughs) (laughs) see where you get cool yeah well thanks paul you know that's my my grandfather used to read the encyclopedias like that really a to z we used to have it. I mean, I don't think people even have encyclopedias anymore. Do they? Well, they used to sell them door to door. They don't they any longer. Yeah, they don't Anyhow. Anymore. Well, this was a lovely podcast it about was. tradition. Tradition. And it is now our tradition to not continue our podcast forever. Correct. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's hold true to our tradition of stopping recording. Let's do it. <laughs> this, this is how usually we end podcasts is we stop recording. Yeah. Eventually, Paul will press a button. And then you will no longer hear our voice. And it sounds like this. Uh, What do we usually say? Well, uh, there it is. There it is. Cool. Cool. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. We'll see everybody soon. Uh, We'll talk to you before the new year. Indeed. So uh, have a great day. Bye. Bye. Yeah.